listening to Pet Candy. This show is brought to you by Brave Paws Anxiety and Stress Support Chewables for Dogs, Thunderstorms, Vet Visits, Fireworks, Separation Anxiety, and more. Every day can be a Brave Paws day. Check out MyBravePaws.com. Welcome to our new show, Obsessed, a show where we talk about whatever it is we're currently obsessed with. I'm Caitlin Palmer. I'm Clay. And we're Obsessed. obsessed. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Um, So sorry about Clay leaving you on a two-parter like that. That was not okay. Um, A lot of people have been pretty upset with you, Clay. What would you say to them? Who's been upset with me? Everybody. Everybody? Everybody. You can just hear them calling out to the collective consciousness. I hear them calling into the abyss. We're a hive mind, everybody. We don't know if you knew that. But when you join our podcast, you join our weird little family, you're part of a hive mind. It's like a pyramid scheme, only worse. (laughs) Only worse? Wait, is it a hive mind or a pyramid scheme? Yes. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I guess everybody would be on board then. Right. Be a pretty effective pyramid scheme. (laughs) Right. Well, okay. So I'm going to keep our little intro story short because we're all anxious to find out what happened at your old haunted house. And oh my God, please never, ever, ever leave us on a cliffhanger ever again. (laughs) So when you Google anything to do with animals, a lot of times it's really sad things, you know, like hoarding situations or BSL, which is breed specific legislation. You know, it's just always something bad. So I was like, you know, there's enough bad news in the world today. Let's listen to some good news. So dozens of pets have found their homes in a Multnomah County Animal Services no-fee adoption event. So for the first time ever, they hosted a no-adoption-fee event, and they got a lot of animals adopted. Now, there's a lot of controversy about should we waive adoption fees, you know, vet care costs, the costs to keep these animals. But the happy story is that a whole bunch of babies found their forever homes. Shout out to Troutdale, Oregon. All those new babies found their forever homes, and I'm happy about that. They don't really have as much trouble up north as we do down here in the South with That's true. pet population. Yeah, fun fact, all the puppies that get sent up north from other shelters, they get sent from here. Yeah, pretty much. Legit, our shelter sends them up upstate. Yeah. Yeah, I know a shelter does a, a lot of that. I don't know, maybe it's the mentality of your typical sort of down here Southerner. Sure. Just, it's just oh, a I'm dog. Not, yeah, that's just dog. I ain't getting a nuts. I'm not spaying my dog. He needs his nuts. Spaying my dog. I'm not spaying my dog. He needs his nuts. Yes, sir. That's right. I need a flea pill, though. It's like, well, sir, we actually call that neuter. Uh, <laughs> your dog probably doesn't have nuts if it's a spay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, quick tangent. One time I called somebody to tell them that their their dog, their cat, they thought it was a girl. It was actually a boy. What? It happens. It's, you know, it's kind of hard to tell on cats, especially if you don't know what you're looking for, you know. And I uh, called and said, hey, you know, the, the, the cat's actually a, a boy, so it's actually cheaper. And um, he's ready to go. You can pick him up. He did great. But, like, he's not transgender, is he? What? Like, no. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't know. I haven't I asked the cat, I sir, haven't but... asked him. Happy Pride Month, by the way. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He was like, because I don't want no transgendered cat. What the? I'm like, well, it's gray, so it's not ginger, but whatever. 
Sometimes people are dumb. Yes. So, Clay, okay, you're, we're, we're chomping at the bit. Tell us, tell us the story. I've got my coffee. I've got a Squishmallow. I'm ready. Let's go. All right, well, I know you're ready for part two. I'm ready. Unfortunately, I've had to delay part two. I swear to God, Clay. I wasn't ready, so I'm going to be covering a different topic this no, week. No, you're not. And then in two weeks. No, right? you're not. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm assuming if you're listening to part two and haven't listened to part one, you probably should do that. You should, but give us just kind of a quick rundown, just because it's been a while. A quick rundown on like shadow people overall or kind of where we just left Just kind off. of a where we left off, where we're at with the story. So I was explaining about how I was taking a shower. The power was out. The bathroom was lit pretty well by a lot yeah, of candles. Yeah, it was. It was lit. It was a party in there. Uh, and I reached down to turn off the shower water and saw a dark figure behind me in the water spigot. Which I, if you, you know, ever look at like a faucet or something like that, um, you know, how it sort of distorts what you're looking at. Right. Uh, it typically makes it elongated. So I wasn't freaking out. Um, I was just kind of like, huh, what shadow could that be? Yeah. Like I wanted well, to figure it out. Well, you had candles going, I so it would make sense that there <laughs> I wanted would be. to figure it out before I turned around. And I was like, well, it's doing this to my face, so it has to be something generally shaped like this, right? Well, as I'm staring at the, the dark figure trying to figure it out, it um moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from, uh, from one side of me to the other side of me as if to exit the shower. So I did. Um, if I had pants on, I would have peed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Freaked out and went to escape the shower. But as soon as I opened the shower door, I was frozen in place. And that's essentially where I'd left off with that. I have to, I just have to play devil's advocate for our more skeptical listeners. With the candles and the lights and the flickering, there's no way it could have been a shadow from the candles. If it was, it wouldn't have moved. <laughs> the candles aren't getting up and walking around. Well, I know, but the shadows from the candle flickering. You don't think that could have? No, it was very distinct. Okay. Yeah, I it just, was... I, I, I know I believe you, but, like, we've got yeah, well, folks. If that, like, had reason to be disbelieved, the, the next part was really what was hard to believe. I know what it is. Yeah, I had to tell you because you were about to murder me. I was. I was like, divorce? Or uh, you tell me what it is. <laughs> you tell so me now. You, you tell me now. So I opened the door, and I was completely unable to move. And I explained this before, that, you know, I'd had a similar feeling before when I'd be walking out in the woods and about to step on a snake or something like that. Yeah. I looked around to find out why. I had stopped because I was pretty urgent in getting out of the shower uh, up until this point. And there before me on the floor was some sort of shape. I was staring right at it, but I couldn't really see it. Uh, It was kind of like looking at the absence of something. Like, I don't know, maybe if you've ever had something that's been on like your counter for ages and then all of a sudden it's not there and you're like wait no something goes there right yeah that just looks off right like i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. i don't even know what shape it is but something goes there and it's not there anymore so it's kind of like that like a a hole where something should be i realized i was able to still use my eyes so i looked to the left and right to kind of see what was going on and when i did that that shape that emptiness sort of took form but it wasn't that of a person. I'd describe it as a dog, but in reality, all I could really see was the shape of like a short quadrupedal creature. Uh, Like shoulders up, head down, kind of like a growling dog. You know, that that stance they take. And the dogs were not in the house. 
No, yeah, I had two outside dogs, but they were not allowed inside. This is one reason, like, I never connected to the thought of shadow people. But as it turns out, shadow animals are one of the more popular sightings involving shadow people. Looking back directly at where this dog should be, I could see sort of like the faintest, almost like silvery line around mm -hmm. the shape. Kind of like when you look at like the sun and then close your eyes, or if you press your fingers on your eyelids, yeah, something like that, yeah. right? Like a, like an outline, not really a thing. I never heard it growl or make any noise. It never moved. I didn't move. And after what felt like, you know, forever, it just kind of faded away. Like, I mean, literally just kind of faded. I don't know how long I was there, but it was long enough I didn't need a towel to dry off. I don't know if I was able to speak. I didn't even try. I, I, I mean, I was frozen. Uh, this was a very special kind of fear. Like I had told you before, you know, with, with dread and how that is, it, it felt like balancing on the edge of something where you just don't move because, you know, you're about to fall off the side. Right. And there's, there's nothing to grab onto. You know, we've talked about the hat man and the hooded figure, but, you know, I mentioned shadow animals are actually one of the more popular sightings. I didn't know this until I started looking into it, but yeah, usually it's like cats, not dogs. Yes. Or, or something quick and four-legged that just kind of darts out of your peripheral vision. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, this is Shay, and I want to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy, Cookie with Shay. I make vegan eating easy and fun. Check it out on Pet Candy TV. I actually had a friend stay over one night, and he saw the darting shadows, too. At the time, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, that, that happens. I was just kind of matter-of-fact, like, yeah, no, that, that happens. It's totally fine. But he was so freaked out by it, he made me sit in the living room on the floor with us back to back until my parents got home. Oh, I remember that story. <laughs> yeah, I didn't so really cute. tell you the detail of that. No, you just told me he got scared. Right. Chalked it up to ghosts, you know, like I'd done before. Oh, so sure. Now, you were talking about, like, scientific explanations. There's a lot of possible explanations for shadow people. People have a lot of different ideas about what they are and where they come from. Some people believe they're demons, aliens, of course. You know, we can always be aliens. Always. Uh, or extra-dimensional beings. And mm -hmm. that last one is actually very interesting to me personally. And I'll circle back to that avenue later. Ooh. But first, let's talk about sleep paralysis demons. Mm. <laughs> because anyone who's experienced sleep paralysis would basically be like, oh, yeah, that's what sleep paralysis is like. Uh-huh. I've right? never experienced it myself, but I've listened to so many people talk about it. Yeah, if it's, about anything, it, if it's, it's anything like that, I am terrified. Like oh, I will, I will horrible. never, I will never try to lucid dream if it gives that same sort of you experience. Know, I'm good. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like that, but you know, in this case, I guess I was standing up. So you you know about these the shadowy figure that many report to be present at the time of sleep paralysis. For those who don't know what sleep paralysis is, quick sort of overview: it's a state in which the brain has sent signals to the body's muscles to relax, causing a semi uh, semi paralysis but one that still allows for normal breathing and eye movement. But unlike normal brain, uh, unlike normal, the brain I remains consciousness. I don't have a normal brain. Yeah. <laughs> unlike normal brain. Unlike normal uh, brain. Yeah, but unlike uh, normal, the, the brain is still sure. conscious. Sure, right, right, right. So you're basically kind of stuck in your own body, unable to do anything, uh, which is scary to think about in itself, except for when, you know, that shadow in the corner of your room 
manifests. Yeah, and then there's just a whole ass demon hanging out. Right, with and it's it's chilling out with you. Yep. And while you can't move. You can do. Yeah, no, that's I'm good with that too. That's I don't need that. That's gonna be a hell life. to the nana from me. <laughs> so during this state, hallucinations are often present. Mm-hmm. Uh, with one of the most reported being a shadowy figure, often just barely out of view. You know, often they'll say, like, standing next to their bed or something, because that's where your peripheral would be. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, terrifying. It, it's not hard to draw parallels to shadow people here. But, you know, then you have to ask the question, why a person or a person like and not something else? The human brain developed this wonderful mechanism that allows us to think quickly and also expend less energy to do so. Humans have evolved to have advanced pattern recognition. It's the reason for literally everything we've ever accomplished. Right. Uh, It's why man first looked up at the stars. It's behind every tool we've ever created. And why you may have that restaurant you don't go to because they definitely mess up your order literally every single time. Mm. (laughs) You you know the one. (laughs) Right. You know the one. It's different for everybody, but it's that thought. And if you, like, actually were to keep track, it's like they've done it, like, twice. Yeah. Out of ten times. Out of, like, ten times, right. Right. But that's just how your brain works. It's like, no, it's every time. This always happens just like this. In fact, this is going to happen. And usually you're wrong when you try to predict it because it's, right, right. It, you know, it, it's not a set pattern. It's just random shit that you've found a pattern Right, in. right. Well, um, you know, it's like if you're looking for a red car, you're going to see a right, ton you'll, of you'll red see cars. Right, you'll see You can, all of a sudden, red is the most popular car right. color when it's not. No. You know, I think it's like white and like gray or right, anything yeah. like to that. So, uh, human pattern recognition may be the single most evolved part of our brain. And while it's been extremely important to our survival and dominance as a species, it does have its drawbacks. Yeah. Is that like how we see like shapes in the clouds and that yes. sort of thing? Uh, we, we were looking for patterns, basically. We're looking that's for called recognized... periodolia, Ooh, I if like I'm that saying word. that right. Basically, it's to find meanif- meaningful interpretation in nebulous stimuli. Ooh. That's a fun Science. sentence to say, right? Like you said, seeing faces in clouds or toast. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, in this case, basically where we see a featureless shape that we assign meaning to because your brain had a long day and would like to just kick it for a few. Sure. That's because like your, your brain is lazy. It takes a lot of processing power to run literally your whole body and all five senses. It's a lot of data to take in and literally all the time. Yeah. Uh, so your brain uses these shortcuts. It's, you know, why optical illusions are so so common. You know, like the, the spinny pictures, like the twisty sort yeah. of black and white, that they're still, but they seem to be moving right. like it was a GIF. Like you have to actually like, <laughs> you'll click it and save it as a picture or a screenshot and be like, no, this is definitely moving. It's not. Right. Your brain's just used to seeing that thing move and it's like, oh. It just fills in the blanks. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're seeing this wrong. Let me fix it for you. Right. And it's like, oh, thanks, Clippy. It's like, I got you, fam. Yeah. So, yeah, your your brain sort of takes these breaks by filling mm-hmm. in these blanks that it, it thinks it already knows the answer to. It doesn't have to try to figure out. Right. Uh, it's actually why people actually tend to get really angry if you argue with them about something or prove them wrong about something they believe really fervently. It's because... Your brain then has to reconstruct your whole sort of thought pattern on that thing. Right. And that's a lot of work to do. It, it is. That's a lot of processing power for your brain. Gosh, so, doesn't it feel good to tell people, like, no, you're wrong and here's why? <laughs> Not necessarily. And, and it's because Can you usually... Can you tell I work in customer service? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I, I do enjoy that. Like, fast food-wise, somebody comes and is like, no, this is how it is. I come in here all the time. It's like, that's cool, but I've been here. I've been working here for five years. That's not how it is. Right? 
but people typically get angry about that stuff. Yeah. And that's why. You know, it's a very real reason why it exists. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's why it makes things so difficult with, you know, trying to, you know, talk somebody into another point of view or, you know, understanding your own. Well, like to them, it's like, there's no way that's possible. Right. Yeah. I've thought this thing for too long. Yeah. I can't. No, yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> every possible scenario I have evaluated <laughs> right. and this is not one of them. But for real, though, everybody, can we just talk about how great Brave Paws is? We got a free sample. We did. We're going to be completely transparent with you. We did. We got some free stuff, and it works. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Like, I'm not going to lie. You get this stuff, and it's, it doesn't really seem like a typical pet treat, right? Right. But we gave it to our pets, and they gobbled them right up. They do. <laughs> they do. And it's nice because it's like you give so many pills per pound. So you don't have to buy like three different sizes. You know, our little guy gets a half of one. Our big one gets three. Right. Yeah. And he loves it. He takes them like a treat. Now being plant-based, you're kind of like, ooh, are they going to like it? Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, it's dry and sort of leafy. And it, like I said, it just doesn't, normally when you get a pet treat, it's kind of like moist and squishy. Mm-hmm. And, but you, you know, know, they don't usually eat those, I found. Well, that's because ours are extremely picky, which is why it was so surprising they ate these. Exactly. All, and, and we we got we got more than one dog. We gonna be for real with y'all, but uh, they eat it and they eat it well. Yeah, and it worked. It does. We live in the deep south, aka Satan's armpit, and it storms and rains at least once a week. Like at least once a week, we're under some kind of watch, like a hurricane watch. That's a Tuesday. And our dogs are weenies, so when it starts, like with the lightning and the rain and everything, mm-hmm. they freak out. So. They do. They do. We we really put these to the test. Right. And I did not think that they would work like they did. Exactly. As well as they do. And this is a non-prescription. You don't have to go to the vet and get it. It's not going to knock them out. It's not a sedative. It's just a calming support. And it does. We had lightning hit very close to our Within house. a mile. It ran yeah. out our windows. It was scary. I was even scared. I love bad weather. And we gave everybody their happy pills and <laughs> they put their brave paws on and everybody laid down and went to sleep and it was fun. Yeah. So like we don't have to do this part of the commercial, right? No. Like we've done the ad read and we've goofed around, but like this is, we wouldn't lie to you. We would we at would least not. not record this part if, exactly. if it didn't work and we didn't actually... Exactly. And we're both in the animal industry and we have been for years and years. So we would not tell you about a product if we did not believe in it ourselves. Yeah, it absolutely worked for us. So maybe it'll work for you. Go check it out. Mybravepaws.com. Go put your brave paws on. Brave paws. Give your pet the courage they need to weather the storm. So circling back to that trans-dimensional beings that I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking a little bit about the Arabic jinn. Ooh, yay! I forgot uh, about them. Probably something you've heard of before. Mm-hmm. In the West, we typically refer to them as the genie, and they come out of a lamp and grant you three wishes. Hey, Mr. Genie, <laughs> sir, what would your pleasure be? This is a pretty heinous bastardization of the jinn. The jinn, as mentioned in the Quran, mm-hmm. uh, are one of the three sentient beings created by God alongside humans and angels. Okay. Yeah, so when we talk about the jinn, we're not talking about, you know, something people think they saw or whatever. This is part of, sure, you know, of, of religion. These are religious beings. Right. Like humans, they are capable of both good and evil acts and are very much individuals like us possessing free will. So they are closer to us than angels. So, you know, humans are made to, are said to be made out of the clay of the earth. 
Me in particular. You specifically. Right, me specifically. Uh, whereas gin are said to be made out of smokeless and scorching fire. Ooh. So while we may be very material and physical by nature, gin are more ephemeral creatures. I am a material girl. <laughs> uh, they're said to be inhabitants of another world that overlaps our own. So while we cannot see and interact with them, they can sometimes cross over or appear to us. Mm-hmm. This would be a pretty good explanation as to why shadow people can only be viewed through periphery or vision or in states of altered or compromised consciousness. That barrier that divides our world, you know, thinning or right. your perception being altered uh, allows a glimpse into the otherwise unseen. Oh, that is so trippy. <laughs> right, yeah. So that uh, you'll typically have these stories of people that see shadow people, you know, as they're falling asleep or as they're waking up or after taking a hallucinogenic drug yeah, or... the veil is thin. Right. You know, or after receiving a head injury or, you know, we've talked about a few different... Getting struck by lightning. Getting struck by lightning. A few different things that would allow you to to see these things. People believe that some shadow people are good and act as guardian angels watching out for us, while others are said to be so malicious uh, as to leave scratches and bites on individuals. Uh-oh. Yeah, they, this also matches up with the jinn as they're known to have free will and they're capable of benevolent or evil acts. This is kind of where it starts to mesh together a little bit too much with things like poltergeists and, right. you know, these exceptionally powerful ghosts. It, it, you, you hear about that, like, you know, scratches on the backs or bite marks and things like that. <laughs> Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not if you, you know, don't want to be scratched and bitten. Mm, yeah, okay. Consent's uh, important, people. So, Jen, are wild-looking creatures, similar to, like, biblical angel descriptions. What? Nuh-uh. They're blue and they have gold shackles. <laughs> right. But they're more like the, the Hindu Rakshasa. Ooh. Um, in that they're usually human in appearance, but often have features like animals or, you know, something weird like vertically aligned eyes. Sort of oh. like a straight line down the middle of their face. But they often appear as regular animals since they can shapeshift. What's with all the shapeshifting? I want to shapeshift. Everything shapeshifts. Uh, their favorite animals to appear as seem to be snakes oh. and dogs. Oh, wow. Yeah, see? Talking about that, there are several types of gin. And this is sort of like a rough translation, but to quote it as best as I can, those with wings who fly through the air, those who walk on land, those who are like mermaids that swim through the sea, those who resemble snakes and dogs, and those who travel without seats. So that's kind of weird to think about, but... Uh, that sounds like so many different things, though. That's Right. Well, like I said, like biblical angels, which are drastically different from one another, you know. What? Nuh-uh. They're pretty You've ladies. You've got, like, different classifications, like cherubs and seraphim and things like that, uh, that are pretty similar. But generally, like, biblical angels, when they're described and sort of how they look or how they've appeared to a human being. Yeah. Earth, wild. That's why the first thing they always say is, you know, have no fear or do not fear or whatever. And it's like, oh, really? Because you're like infinite spinning rings that are covered with like endless eyes. Right. So I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Generally, they're believed to be fickle and do as they please. Uh, some have been said to, you know, interact with humans more than others. They've been said to whisper knowledge into the ears of fortune tellers or lift a magician to the air for a trick. Oh, that's so nice. Or speak during seances to appear as though they're the dead. So they, they like to play their little, little tricks. Mm-hmm. But they've also been known to come to aid, you know, of trapped or troubled humans 
but also to make callous deals with individuals. Oh, wow. So they're angels and demons and everything in between. Yeah. Well, they're just like us. Wow. You know, they're they're good, they're evil, they're everything in between. They only appear when they want to be seen. But Same. <laughs> the majority <laughs> do not cross over, and they typically stay to themselves. Right. Um, you know, when they talk about this other world, they mean a whole other world with whole families, <laughs> families, and you know, uh, social structure, and like all of these things. All, all so to, literally just like us then. Like they go home from their gin day and they're like, <laughs> right. hi, gin husband, hi, gin children, hi, gin dog. And then they go to bed. Right. Generally pretty much the same. I imagine some things are different. Generally. Uh, so there are some other sort of scientific explanations that have to do a lot with, you know, electromagnetic fields. Ooh. They can, you know, have a sort of mind altering or a sensory altering effect. Uh, this has been kind of like a, a sort of explanation for like some ghost sightings and that kind of thing. And the Alaskan Triangle? Right. So you'll have like things like, you know, large amounts of quartz crystal underneath the property, yes. which is used to store energy. I mean, you know, they use quartz crystals and wristwatches and that kind of thing. Right, right. And, you know, if people generally think of ghosts or spirits as some sort of energy, uh, so like someone's consciousness being trapped in these these big, you know, repositories. Uh, but the electromagnetic fields also usually also get lumped in with things like uh, sort of subsonic waves and kind of things like that. Sounds that are too low to hear, but do still affect you in some way. Like horror movies where they play that key that's really low and we can't really <laughs> hear it, but it makes you unsettled. Right. Yeah. No, th- there are certain like uh, frequencies that, mm-hmm. that do have that effect on the human body, which in some cases, if extreme enough, can cause hallucinations, both visual and auditory. So, you know, that that's also a sort of explanation for seeing these shadow people. Because, as I mentioned in the first part, sometimes they're more tied to a, a place. Right. Uh, you know, and, and that would be a good explanation for it there. If, if there's something making this noise that's there. You know, it could just be something like structurally with the building that it's in. Either a hallway's at a certain weird angle or like the AC's got this weird crook in it that causes this weird vibration that causes you to have these hallucinations to see you think these things, uh, think you see these things. So we actually, I ended up talking, you know, we talked to my parents over the weekend. Yeah, that my- was very interesting because I had, I had texted your mom and said, oh, you got to make sure you listen to this episode because it's about y'all's old haunted house. She says, I actually just finished listening to it. So it's so sweet. But we love her. Oh, we love your mom. Love my mom. Oh, moms, moms. But anyway, um, but her experience was different than yours, and we never knew that. Well, now remember, I had said that I was pretty much the only person to ever experience these, as far as I knew. I mean, no one really talked about it. You know, mom had seen the um, blue jean ghost, but she never called it the blue jean ghost. Uh, in fact, she never noticed. Like blue jeans, she just no, saw. She like, just saw a shadow. Right, a shadow. Like walk legs, by the, like shadow legs. Right, shadow legs. Shadow legs. The new Pokemon in the next generation. Oh yes, <laughs> gotta catch them all. <laughs> all one thousand four hundred and sixty-two million. Million. Um, so yeah, a little bit different. Uh, other family members, of course, had seen the the blue jeans themselves, but yeah, nothing really crazy ever happened. You know, really to her, as as far as she said, but. My stepdad, on the other hand, actually mentioned one story that, you know, had happened and he never told anybody about Mm because it was right after my grandpa passed. So he felt it was just kind of best not to. But I mean, that's kind of a thing that we do as people 
anyway, is when you see something weird like that, you just kind of don't talk about it. Uh, yeah. A lot of people don't. You just kind of a, assume I'm crazy. People are going to think I'm crazy. Right. Tell them. Or, or, yeah, either I'm crazy or people will think I'm crazy. Well, tell us. Tell us the story. Which one? About what after your grandpa died. So my grandpa had a lot of rocking chairs on the front porch. We'd spend a lot of time, you know, sitting out there. And the night after, you know, he had passed, the, the day after, uh, all the rocking chairs were turned over, you know, upside down. And it was only my mom and him out there staying in a camper in front of the house at the time. And he's like, who would do this? Right. Uh, but yeah, he ended up just keeping that to himself. He because, just put him right side up. And right, pretending like it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, similar like when I just went and closed all the cabinet doors. Right. Pretended like it didn't happen. Right. Uh, th- there is a social stigma that kind of comes with it. Sure. I mean, you talk about it, people are like, yeah, right, okay. You know, yeah. which is why I've never really gone into detail about some of these things. Sure. I mean, you know, you and your mom watch your ghost stories all the time. Oh, we love them. Right. Uh, and we're a family of oversharers, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, that's kind of just that, I guess. Right. Uh, and like I said, there were definitely more things that happened. There, there were definitely other sightings of the shadow people, you know, now that I can distinguish between them or and say just ghosts, which I'll eventually talk about. Like I said, I'm sure we'll do a ghost episode and we'll have fun yes, with that. Yes, we can do a Halloween special. So the the question, I guess, is, you know, what, what happened to me all that time ago? Like I said, I had a few more experiences, which I can now identify as shadow people. Uh, and while this one was particularly uh, egregious, most were entirely harmless, if, you know, at most shocking or unsettling. Oh, sure. Uh, I was never physically touched or harmed, but I was, you know, I, I was affected by this. Uh, it, it made me pretty afraid of the dark. Understandably. <laughs> Understandably. Uh, for, for quite a while, uh, especially like hallways, if there was an unlit hallway, I would sprint down it. I used to uh, do that too at my grandma's house. <laughs> yeah, she had a really long she hallway. She had a very long hallway. You know, now whether it was a weird electromagnetic irregularity or some sort of waking sleep paralysis or, you know, rampant uh, periodolia, it doesn't change that my brain perceived, you know, all of this as absolutely real. And the same could be said for many people, I'm mm-hmm. sure. You know, it, it's real to them, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, if it was, if it was shadow people, I, I'd like to believe that you know the dog form I saw didn't paralyze me to inflict fear. <laughs> Orville just got in a bag. Oh, Orville. Yeah, I like to think that he didn't you know, paralyze me to inflict fear, but maybe to protect me from the other <gasps> shadow I saw. You know, maybe I would have slipped getting out of the shower and hurt myself. You know, I said that they like to play tricks and things like that, and they can be pretty malicious at times. That's the best shadow dog boy ever. <laughs> right. I think it's just because it looked kind of like a dog. I'm, I'm giving it the pass and like, no, he meant well. Right. Uh, well, you know, maybe yeah, there are no bad dogs. You so. know, maybe since their world overlaps ours, we were just two entities passing each other like ships in the night, you know, from beyond the thin veil that separates our worlds. That's beautiful. You know, we had our moment and then it, it passed and we were both scared or confused and, you know. So I don't have a story or poem to close this out. Rather, just to say this, since moving, you know, out from that house or rather that property, uh, I have not seen any shadow people. But whenever there's a dark hallway or an unlit room, some corner of darkness, I always turn to the side and try my best to stare just off to the side to see if they're there and if they're still watching me. 
So there you go. Now you know a little bit more about shadow people and a little bit about Jen. I'd like to do a whole um, episode on Jen because you there's, should. There's a lot. They they are quite talked about in the Quran. So there's there's a lot of very old text about Jen. Right. Um, and I didn't know that they were a part of the same like angels, demons, and Jen. Like you don't think right. of that in you know in, in the West especially. Right. No, it, our our perception of Jen in the West is, you know, like a big blue. Is Robin Williams. Is Robin Williams. <laughs> will Smith. Uh, who will sing you. <laughs> or Will Smith, yeah, if you've seen the new one. Who will, you know, grant you wishes and maybe sing a, a show tune. But he can't bring people back from the dead. Yeah, I mean, he says that. He does. <laughs> it's not natural. But he could. He just doesn't want to. Well, it's just, it's just bad, you know. It's like you could do a lot of things, but you don't. So what's your uh, next episode about? Um, I think you already know, actually. Do I? I think I I messed up, and I think you saw it. I think I saw it. Yeah. No, I don't think I did. If you're talking about like it was on your phone. Yeah, I'm not going to go into too much detail, or else you will definitely figure it out. <laughs> but I'm kind of torn because next episode. I mean, I've still got one point over you, unless we're separating this by seasons, and I just won last season. Wow. Uh, it's either way you want to square it. I mean, either I, I won. Hmm. Or we're still going and I'm in the lead. Hmm. Those are your choices. Wow. So, um, uh, next episode is episode number 13. Oh. So, so you're doing it on the unlucky number of 13. N- well, I don't know yet. And how you were born on Friday the 13th. I, fun fact, I was born on Friday the 13th. And it was Good Friday the 13th. So, I don't know if that makes it better or if that or makes wor- it Or if that worse. magnified it somehow. Right, right. So, weird, like, I've never had a paranormal experience, but just weird stuff that doesn't typically happen to people happens to me. Yeah, like, we, uh, you in particular like to go on, like, the ghost tours anytime we take a vacation somewhere. Right. And it's like, oh, look at this. And it's like, yeah, it's a cool old house. You know, I'm, I'm digging the vibe of it. But it's like, do you see any ghosts? Just because I've, <laughs> you know, I believe I've seen yeah, some I'm before. Yeah, I'm always asking. And I'm like... like Nah, no ghosts. <laughs> not like a, a ghost magnet. I wish you I think were. I was just in a place. I want to go to a place. A place. But those places are usually like so just sort of oversaturated with people. And I think part of it is is like being a place where there aren't people. Mm. Where where you're the weird thing there and it kind of stirs things up there. Yeah. I think that has a lot to well, do with it. Well, you know, it, if, so. I'm, if I'm just chilling in my ghost afterlife, like drinking my ghost coffee, reading my ghost book, and a bunch of people just walk in, I'm going to be like, well, why are you here? But I'm not going to say anything because that's rude because there's a whole bunch of them. Right. So instead you'll just kind of like open and close the blinds yeah, or be like, hey, can you start up? the coffee maker up. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, can you like leave, please? <laughs> I knocked this cup off the table. Can you leave now, please? Oh, that was my ghost cat. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> that's that's what happens when things get knocked off tables. Like, oh, a ghost. And it's like, no, specifically a ghost cat. Duh. I love that. <laughs> something um, something fell off of the counter at work the other day. And we were like, oh, it's Pud, our old office cat. It's his little Pud ghost. <laughs> Knocking shit off Knocking my table. Knocking shit off. Sweet baby. Oh, we miss him. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hey, this is Shannon Gregoire. If you're like me, it's tough keeping up with everything vet med, but now I'm gonna make your life a lot easier. Check out my show on Vet Candy TV, available on iTunes, YouTube, IGTV, and Facebook Watch. Catch up with all things vet med with me. 
So, uh, okay, well, we will see you all next week. And in the meantime, if you have a recommendation, Clay, where can they email us? <laughs> at obsessedwiththepalmers at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at obsessedwiththepalmers. We love you. We're proud of you. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Pet Candy, it's Pet Candy Radio.